not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Still working the cash register, are we, Squiddy? <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> Any, anybody have a safe for work um, story from this past week or anything like that? Anybody uh, do anything cool? Oh, I, this is another One Piece story. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. I, uh, I saw Film Red this week. I'll talk about it more in the show. Okay. And I walked in, and I think I was the first one in the theater. And I think there were six of us um, at this Sunday afternoon showing. And the first thing why, I why do you think you were the first? That that feels like a definitive thing you should know. Was there people hiding in the shadows? Or I think I, there there may have been one people already seated, but I walked in and I was oh. like, "All right, there's no one here." So I got my seat. First thing I noticed, AC is not on. This happened at a different theater. <laughs> it is 110 degrees in this room, and I'm like, "This is oh gonna be a problem." God. Once they turned the Maria Menudos on. Uh, I guess she controls the AC because it came on with gotcha. her. Uh, right. Secondly, the lights go down. We get the IMAX, you know, seven stunning images, six incredible sounds, five mm. golden rings. Um, <laughs> and the movie starts playing and it's in English. And we we booked, we booked the sub. And no. uh, everyone in the theater got up and walked out. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> Did they not, like, like, go to tell someone, or did they they all went went to tell them? But, like, it was just, like, out of of a theater of, like, four people, Evan and I were sitting here. We're like, ah, it's the English one. All right, whatever. And Mm -hmm. just everyone else stands up and leaves together, (laughs) like, a walkout. (laughs) (laughs) And they restarted it. And the guy goes, this is the second time I've seen an anime movie in this auditorium where they played played the wrong one. I saw Dragon Ball and they played the wrong one too. And Evan goes, "Did they play the dub instead of the sub?" And he goes, "No, they played ET." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! I was sitting down to watch Dragon Ball Super superhero, and just ET comes on. <laughs> kind of the same movie. Yeah, kind of. I feel like ET can exist in the Dragon Ball universe. He can ass shocked shake. if he doesn't. He can just f- oh shit. <laughs> Goku versus E.T. E.T. versus Krillin. <laughs> Book it. <laughs> what is the weakest Dragon Ball Z character that could take on E.T.? Like, Yamcha. maybe that little flying cat? Oh, Yamcha. Yamcha would still probably lose. <laughs> <laughs> you can always count on Yamcha to die in a pinch. Yeah. Rest in peace, Yamcha. Um, we're on to episode 222 of Rabbit. Wish. That's an angel number. It's an angel number. What's that mean? I don't I don't know. Well, you can't just use the term angel number and not have some sort of definition okay. to back that up. Let me, let me look number. this up. It's going to be sad. Look this up. Yeah. <laughs> it's half of the number of hostages in Iran. <laughs> so that's, that's, <laughs> the third of the devil's number. <laughs> it is. 222, a message of hope, representative of balance, harmony, life choices, commitment, compromise, and trust. That's just a list of words. Yeah. That could be any number, know. though. That, yeah, honestly. Hold on a second. Angel number 420. Have we done episode 69 yet? Oh, yeah. We did. Okay. Making sure. This week, let's see. What are we talking about? Uh, a woman uh, who released bees on deputies. A oh, VR it's... headset that's been designed to kill users. What, what shot? Uh, I was just going to say it's um, National Cat Day in Japan, 222, as well as Crime Victims Day. And... Uh, Washington's birthday. Oh, good. Happy birthday. Uh, which one? 
uh, Carrie. Oh, happy birthday, Carrie. Um, so uh, what else are we talking about here? Oh, we got a follow up on the fisherman who put the weights in those fish. We're going to talk about some good stuff. Will's bringing back Film Red. Sean's got another movie. Then we're going to be talking about the freakiest freaks of history. Um, bringing in a new segment. Got a few freaks that I'm excited to tell you guys about. And then for fourth meal, we're going to be putting together a radish-style wacky race. Uh, just like the the wacky races of old. Um, I'm Tyler. Tyler Elefunk Mank. I'm Will Elefunk Far. Uh, come on, come on, Sean. Come on. I'm... Sean Elefunk Barry, and I'm in the, the Elefunk Brothers. Move. <laughs> I'm in the mood to slide to the right 100 feet. God damn it! What was that? I'm gonna, that's I'm not. Gonna do that. That's not from Elefunk. It's not from Elefunk. It's from Ween. Oh, Ween also has an album called Elefunk. They, they should. Mm-hmm. Every band should. Like rumors. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like rumors. Yep. Yep. Um, let's talk about some good news. Got some really good news this week. God, there yeah. was okay. So, women in Massachusetts just getting served an eviction notice from the sheriff's office, the local cronies. Uh, but uh, Rory S. Woods is prepared. As the cops are showing up to her door, she rolls up behind them in an SUV packed to the brim with boxes full of bees. She hops out of the car, donning a full bee suit, shakes all of the boxes, and releases the bees on the deputies. In which they scream back, some of us are allergic. And she replies, <laughs> oh, you're allergic? Good. And um, Hell yes. Yep. Some of them went to the hospital. That's so, what kudos. ACAP stands for all cops allergic bees. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a criminal. This is a super villain. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> if not a Powerpuff Girls villain. Just like, I control the bees. Bees. <laughs> Eco terrorist. I think. Give them the bees. <laughs> Manchester by the bees. Uh, I mean, I know it's hard to control bees. Like, mm. I feel like it's not a crime because once you've unleashed the bees, they have an equal chance of stinging you. That's yeah. true. But she was wearing a bee suit. She was fully oh, yeah. protected. Yeah, but that's not like. Oh man, I just I expect some bees to be around. Oh, are they coming after you? Well, I guess I'm okay. No, a good right. lawyer could beat that allegation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she did shout at them that she was happy that one of them was allergic. Unrelated. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not a crime to be happy. Her her okay. feelings like about this cop's misfortune do not, uh, you know, coincide with her actions with releasing bees. Mm. I think similarly, uh, a gun should have a random chance at firing back at you. And I think that's what, what that's what would stop gun violence is if all guns sometimes fired in reverse because no one would want to use one. That's true. It make it it make it fair. I, uh, I can't argue with that. I guess at the end of the day, nobody I don't would have use any a gun arguments. if there was a chance it would shoot you. Same thing with bees. No one no one does this because there's a chance you're going to get stung. Yeah, I guess you could wear a bulletproof vest, but like it would still hurt. Yeah. Still, still wouldn't Obama be great. Right we got to tell him this. At least call Kamala. Hey, hey, Kamala. Start <laughs> retrofitting the guns with reverse barrels. <laughs> Get Acme on the line. They probably have Give someone the- for this. <laughs> Give us the Elmer Fudd mode, Kamala. Yeah, make, make sure the barrel bends back around it. 
Yes. <laughs> Th- thank you, Will, because funnily enough, there is a VR headset that has been specked out by the creator of the Oculus Rift, who also happens to be Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. <laughs> no. <laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> uh, the creator of the Oculus Rift is currently a defense contractor. He designed a headset that would explode, cool. quote unquote, explode the forebrain of the user who dies in a video game. He did so to commemorate the anime Sword Art Online, which oh um, mid-anime, completely horrible. Like, I, I watched a few of it on Adult Swim, but it's like, whoa, what if you played a video game that was real? It will also make, make, make your brain explode from, from how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what inspired it. Just the, the you know, wanted to die. Wanted to blow your own SAO. brains out. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, he totally specked it out. It looks like an Oculus with three explosive charges that sit right above the lens. And he mentioned that he just had the designs laying around for these charges. He already had them drafted up for another secret project he's working on <laughs> for a defense contractor stuff. Which... It's a retainer that kills you if you don't wear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party hat for the Al Qaeda. <laughs> we send them birthday favors. Little do they know. Happy birthday! I'm not putting this on. Um, <laughs> it's like I heard of that thing. It's like it makes you really uncomfortable when you picture like a serial killer having like a favorite food because like you're not mm-hmm. you don't really equate them as being like a person. You equate them as being like a monster. Yeah, uh, it's very funny to picture Al Qaeda wearing birthday hats. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Dave's birthday. He's still standing around a, a Kroger cake. Sheet yeah. cake. Yeah, sheet cake. <laughs> Happy 43rd. Yeah. I wanted the balloons on my piece. It's got Lightning McQueen on it. Ciao. <laughs> Cars is still very popular over there. It's great. <laughs> Pouring in some very small cups of big K. <laughs> Dr. Thunder. Dr. Thunder. Lightning. <sighs> Oh. Speaking of Dr. Thunder, though, Tyler, go on about this headset. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that, that's really it. I mean, it's it's it looks cool. Uh, I would never do it, but it's you know, <laughs> similar. To- <laughs> how would you how would you kill someone with a VR headset? Because I feel like explosion is not the coolest way. I have my answer. Y'all want to hear y'all's. Uh, this is something that I don't think about often, so maybe start with. I, I just thought of it. Honestly, oh. you just start. You just throw one on me and start playing Amnesty: The Dark Descent. And I'm gone. Amnesia. Amnesty. Yeah. Amnesty. Amnesty. Forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, Sean. It's in the, the past. Send it to apology. <laughs> <laughs> Amnesty. <laughs> it's a very similar word, I understand. You're just walking around like a nicely lit hallway, and someone in the back is like, It's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like a, a No Country for Old Men VR experience where you just get, if you lose, just, that bolt just goes right through your head. Just, <laughs> That'd be great. Constantly primed. It's, a, it's just a coin toss game. It's, it's a coin toss game. <laughs> Put the heads up. It's I don't the most even know why it's VR. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this in real life. It looks so much like Javier Bardem. He's <laughs> <laughs> got that coconut head haircut. <laughs> Friendo. Mm. I still haven't seen that movie. Holy shit. <laughs> I, was I, know, that. I need to watch so that movie again for like this ninth or tenth time. Perfect movie. Good movie. Good good film. Tyler, how would you kill someone in VR? Um, Forgiving them. <laughs> 
<laughs> My first thought is like microwave, just like through one headphone into Jesus. the other headphone. Everything just cooks. Um, Jesus, Tyler. What? What you were just talking you... about? Like, yeah, what, but, I but that tied part? into the content of the film. <laughs> I was put on the spot. Uh, um, <laughs> slowly cooked the their to- brain from the outside. The Totino's experience. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the center's still cold. <laughs> will be once we're bred into a hot pocket um yeah that, that's probably how i'd do it <laughs> i do how like i would and have done it <laughs> the elephant can't, can't prove that vr and there's a little <laughs> rod of like uranium <laughs> right there so the chernobyl get, so the screen just gets fuzzier <laughs> hey actually that that's spoiler alert for one of my freaks that i'm talking about for freakiest freak of history um Get ready for that. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the toxic woman. <laughs> Just my freaking ex-wife. <laughs> I was waiting for that. That was the, the biggest layup <laughs> of radish history. Um, I said that and they looked disappointed that that was the layup. There was no creativity to it. Yeah, it's like if if <laughs> a basketball player took out a ladder. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Sure. Put it in <laughs> uh, Do it. But before we get to uh, the toxic woman, as well as uh, other uh, historic figures of freak history, one update for the uh, one of our news stories from I don't know a few episodes ago. Mm. Who was the one who brought the? Uh, I think we all saw it on a TikTok the the fish tournament. I believe it was where Sean's it turns beak. out we, we got, got weights and fish. That's me. Got weights and fish. We got weights and fish. So they they finally they had their court date um, this past week and. Um, they uh, they pleaded not guilty How? to felony charges of cheating, attempted grand theft, possessing criminal tools, and misdemeanor charges of unlawfully owning wild animals. Because I guess they owned those fish before they killed them and stuffed them with oh. weights. But uh, yeah, they pleaded not guilty, even though the TikTok video is as clear you, as day. How do you plead not guilty? <laughs> I know. Right? You... Uh, for those unfamiliar, uh, you got to go find the TikTok because it's hilarious. Uh, these two guys, who are they? Jason Fisher, which aptly named uh, and another guy uh, were found to have stuffed walleye with weights and fish fillets and um, lost the competition because of it. So they won by a by considerable well, they, they margin. Won, they were like, yeah, oh. they, they won, but, but they ended up losing. Hey, why are your and, fish um, twice as heavy as our fish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know why they pleaded not guilty, but we'll see. Uh, they can beat it. When you when you beat the weights and fish allegations, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, before we before we move on to show it tells, uh, let's hear about some good stuff that you guys did this week. I uh, I watched a movie that was lovingly recommended to me uh, by a friend of the show, Evan. Um, oh, he watched it and said, "Sean, I think you'd especially enjoy this," and he was right. I'm talking about uh, it's the Con- Paw Patrol movie. It's the Paw Patrol. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> There was uh, uh, incredibly high stakes, and they really paid off. Haven't seen Top Gun Maverick yet, but the Paw Patrol movie, what a blockbuster. No, You haven't seen Top uh, Gun Maverick yet? No, I haven't seen either Top Gun movie, and I'm uh, uh, kind of planning on going through the rest of my life without seeing them. Two uh, is so good. One is. I've heard it's great. Um, no, Sean, they're going to make you watch it in a retirement home. You're not going to be able to die before you see that. That's fine. Yeah, Sean, I'm sure Sean I'll saw like... Tar, but he won't see that movie about... <laughs> What happens if you strap an IMAX camera to an airplane and do flips for two hours? <laughs> I'm sure in my Mission Impossible uh, 6 or 7 
hype. I'll watch it. But yeah, I still haven't seen it. In any case, I did see Confess Fletch, which is the new movie by Superbad director Greg Mottola, um, starring John Hamm in the role of I am I am Fletcher, uh, previously best known for, uh, as played by Chevy Chase in the like what, the seventies. It's a great, like, little mystery, just kind of noir movie about uh, a former investigative reporter of some repute uh, finding himself into a a complicated situation dealing with art, uh, like, back alley art dealings and murder and uh, cops in Boston. And it's just, it's a delight of a movie. The, The dialogue is quick. It's extremely witty. John Hamm is just fantastic in his role. Uh, there's a brief Mad Men reunion where uh, Rod or John Slattery also comes in, um, and they, you know, he and John Hamm get to talk, and it's a lot of fun seeing them in a bar back together. Um, but it's a great, it's a delightful movie. It's on Showtime. Um, so if you have that, it's it's a it's a fun watch, it's a fun hour and a half or so of just like a a goofy whodunit sort of movie. Um, highly recommended. Great time. Nice. It appears to also be on paramount i could be wrong oh nice yeah it's uh if you're feeling something not so heavy as like tar or uh, top gun maverick <laughs> um watching fast the, uh, the other two movies <laughs> there are two there were three movies released this year um both ex- uh, two of the, which are extremely emotionally heavy um is it getting you hyped for one's uh, tar. glass onion one's yeah tar. is fletch getting you hyped for glass onion Oh, I've been like, I'm in a constant state of hype for anything Ryan Johnson touches. So yeah, absolutely. I'm well, my question is, is, is it like, is the mystery super like when you get to the end of it where you're like, Whoa, it's very much like just watching a guy kind of bumble around. It's more along in the vein of like the nice guys. Um, if you ever saw that movie, Shane Black's, uh, with Russell Crowe and, um, Ryan Gosling, but this one's set in modern day, so it's, you know, there's a lot of, like, current references and things like that, and John Hamm's just, he's a delight. He's a, a great character, and it's just nice to watch him kind of bumble around through both Italy and Boston and trying to figure out this crime. It's nice. I'm glad he's getting work after being, I guess, a progressive guy now. Like, yeah, I haven't he, seen him in... He, I don't know what happened with the Mad Men cast, man, but they all deserve the world, and some for some reason the world has refused it of... The world said no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, John Hamm deserves to be in everything. I want to see him in every kind of genre because he can do it. He's great. I adore that. Agreed. Uh, I also saw a movie with friend of the show, Evan, uh, that I mentioned hey. earlier. Uh, I saw Film Red, the new One Piece movie. I saw it because I wanted it to be Black Adam at the box office. Um, mm. It did on it Friday. Did and it sure did. Will, thank, thank you for your service. You did it. Well, it didn't win the weekend. It won Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, Saturday and Sunday really screwed us. Also, yeah, but whatever. Um, I I mean, I wouldn't recommend seeing this movie if you aren't at least somewhat current. Uh, not that there's many spoilers, but there's just it's 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 a it's a non-canon uh, one piece side story that's basically just two hours of cameos and appearances by by characters from the comics so you they come on screen and you go hey it's that guy look he's, <laughs> nah. he's talking with this guy who they weren't in the same arc and now they're here on the screen together and they're it's it's a little key jingly but uh it is a lot of fun uh the movie takes place at a uh a pop concert like an idol concert and this mm-hmm. new idol named yuda who was uh 
pretty recent, it's her first ever concert, is, uh, is doing this massive show, and it goes poorly for everyone involved. There's lots of you oh, know, villains showing up and stuff. And yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's two hours of, of anime fighting and, and music, and there's maybe like 10 musical numbers. <laughs> there's a Damn. lot of lot of music in this movie. It's, a, it's basically a musical. And like, there's wow. lots of, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, all, it all takes place at a concert. And there's a, uh, it's, it's it's really, it's really fun. If you're if you're a One Piece fan, I recommend it. I, I don't know who this good news is for because I think if you <laughs> I think if you're a fan, you're already going to go see it. And if you're not, maybe go see it if you have no plans to read it and just want to like see <laughs> colors for two hours. <laughs> uh, there was a I want to stay spoiler free. There was a recent power up from the manga that has not been animated yet that did make a very brief appearance in the movie. Which I was wow. very happy about. Uh, they did not. They did not show us what it sounded like. There was no sound cue accompanying it, which is really what I wanted to hear. Um, but yeah, there was some uh, some some cartoony nonsense at one point. Um, what's up? As someone three hundred ten chapters into One Piece, can I read? Can I watch this? Uh, you could. I would say the lion's share of the cameos are from the latter half, so you would probably not be spoiled. I don't think there's any like story spoilers, but just like a lot of the characters they don't really introduce because they kind of assume you know them. And you'll be like, what who who is the polar bear with this tattooed man? Like who who are these people? Um Yeah, well it's like it's completely separate, but I think you might be a little lost. But I do think it is a fun one to throw on if you're not okay. super tied up in yes, there there's those like 10 other one piece movies that you can watch at your yeah, current yeah. state, including yeah. what's heralded as, as the best one, which is um, a horror. Uh, and it's, it's a completely different art style. Will's probably talked about it on the podcast, but we watched it in our discord before. Yeah. It's the movie six Baron Omatsuri in the secret Island. Uh, my one complaint is that this is basically the same plot as that movie. Oh, uh, is it really? Yeah. It's pretty much That's the funny. same. There's only so much you can do with non-canon side stories at sea besides ah oh, you're trapped on this island now but um uh also the plot makes no sense like it's very apparent how good the writing in one piece is that the lore is kind of airtight and as soon as you hand it over to someone else they just write a kind of nonsense story where you're like well, that doesn't make sense but uh you're not going for airtight lore and developments you're going to see you know hey it's jim bay and he's dressed like elvis he's on the big screen this yeah. is great um, yeah, it was a steve aoki song yeah. Did, did the Steve Aoki stuff make it into the movie? It may have been in the credits. I don't know. Ah, okay. Well, it's still a bop. It was cool, though. And it made a lot of money. It didn't beat Black Adam, but it made way more than the last One Piece movie because the last one came out before quarantine and everyone read it over quarantine. <laughs> mm, what uh, what was was that? Stampede? The Stampede. Was the, yeah, gotcha. Uh, another great film. I'm sorry that it did. I unfortunately I saw Black Adam ten times this weekend, so Come I on, think Tyler. eight eight times ten. <laughs> but uh, I know Black I, Adam I Nation is loyal, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> the hierarchy of the DC universe is going to change. Yeah. Yep. Uh. Okay. Moving on to show and tell. So we talked a few episodes ago about doing a partner to because we have the Thieves Guild, we have the Radish um, Hall of Fame. We don't have any place to put the freaks, and we talk about freaks a lot on Radish. We give an award mm. to the freaks at the end of the year. Um, so I wanted to kick us off. I think we're the tentative name for it is the Freak Pit. Uh, is where we're going to keep all the freaks. The freak freak um, is on a leash. Do we do we want to take a vote on on changing this or, or are we pit's cool? Fine. Exec- freak Pit's fine. All right. So I'm I'm a, I, I took a look back, look took a look at history to find mm. some uh, fr- 
Freaknik is is copyrighted. We we can't understandable. Um, and uh, I found some some uh, freaks of of old to to toss into the freaks freak pit. Of your. <laughs> freaks of yonder, your uh, first one. I'm I'm having. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're over there. <laughs> <laughs> They're over there, but when? Get them, um, <laughs> freaks of your and yonder. Sean, as the as the the person here who speaks the most French, can you pronounce this for me? Yes, Tarer. Tarer is the first person that I'm kicking down into the freak pit. Are, are either of you familiar with Tarer? No, France. I know okay. Tar. Are we talking about Tar? Oh God, yeah. Let's let's talk about Tar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a real freak. So, Tarar is, uh, he was from 1790s France. He had the most insatiable appetite that has ever been recorded in human history. He was kicked out of his house as a child because his parents couldn't afford to feed him because he ate too much. So, after that, he joined a band of thieves who would put shows on around towns, and then people would go around and pickpocket the uh, the crowd at, at the shows. But he was the attraction because he could unhinge his jaw to eat full apples, large rocks. He even ate a cat, Tom and Jerry style, where he put it in and pulled out a skeleton. Uh, this guy was what? nuts. <laughs> yes. There's no he, way uh, he did that. <laughs> he did that. He did that. It's recorded. It's recorded. And here's the thing. The guy, he stayed under 100 pounds, which was the craziest thing. Uh, but because, because he shit he, his brains out the next morning. <laughs> he did. That is part of it. But he he would bloat up so much during these things and then immediately <laughs> release it all that his skin became so incredibly saggy and his cheeks became so incredibly saggy. They were like elephant ears and he could tie his belly into a knot. This guy was so fucking freaky. Um, eventually he got tired of it. Eventually he got tired of the freak show life. I'm, I'm, tired, of Tyler. <laughs> I'm tired of it. It shouldn't feel like work. <laughs> you brought the worst thing. I hate this with my whole being. He's a freak. He's a freak. What can I say? But no, here's the headline: also- Terrer, the man who ate a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Uh, because before he did that, he joined the army. He, he got he got some sincere pride for his country. Uh, France was fighting Prussia at the time, and uh, he joined the army. Earnest. And he uh, immediately, the people in the army were like, no. <laughs> they took him in and uh, hey, had a medical examination. Number one, he smelled bad. People could not get, get within like 20 feet of this guy. Um, his body was also hot to the touch. Like people <laughs> touch would be like, ow. <laughs> but then a general was taking a look at this freak medical records. It was like, hold on. <laughs> I've been having this issue where I'm trying to get letters out to Prussia. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put letters in a wooden box and have this freak swallow it. And walk to Prussia. And that's what they did. They had him swallow a box full of letters. He walked to Prussia, immediately captured because he didn't speak German. They were like, <laughs> what is this guy? So they captured him. They tortured him until he admitted that there was a box in his stomach. They made him pass it. And then they opened the box and the letter said, I just wanted to see if this would work. Like There was no like important stuff to be gained from it. It was just a letter it's to like see if this freak could walk. you have the wrong I'm just the decoy Tarer. <laughs> Mr. President, a second Tarer has hit Prussia. <laughs> uh, they eventually let him go because they were like, we don't want anything to do with this. Uh, he went back to France. 
Um, what else? So, yeah. So he went back to France. He was a pariah, obviously. Uh, they found him just, like, eating corpses at, like, hospitals and stuff. And then a toddler went missing, and they were like, okay. <laughs> we're not going to check. We're not going to verify. Ah, but you ate ooh. this kid. <laughs> Cocomelon. Away. <laughs> so they, they kicked him out. Um, Pretty eventually light punishment he died. for eating a child. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta leave, man. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> Someone's cute. We can't have this bad vibes. He, he eventually died. And um <laughs> What if he did it? What if he's still around? <laughs> he didn't. Uh so the the, the pe- doctors were like, all right, we gotta take a look at him. Uh so they brought him in, uh, they did a full autopsy and started passing out from the fumes. Like it was so <laughs> noxious when they cut this guy out. The, the before they gave up because they gave up pretty quickly they were they, they weighed the checks and balances uh, but they found that his stomach was the size of his entire chest cavity and they could stretch his jaw all the way down like a like a whole foot uh, so crazy dude total freak I think the perfect if you guys would agree inaugural freak in the freak pit truly I mean, the is there something worse switch yeah <laughs> is there worse I mean Sephiroth is pretty bad. <laughs> Sephiroth did some pretty bad things. Is he? <laughs> Compared to eating a cat, just Tom, just fish style, just being stinky. He's, what I can tell from Sephiroth, yeah. <laughs> this is the history that conservatives don't want taught in schools. Let's be real. I next time I go to France, I'm going to see if I can follow the path of Terreur. See if I can figure out where he lived. What's what's you're going to walk deal. from France to Prussia. Well, no, just like see, right? Because they have like plaques on the side of buildings, like this is sure. where this famous person died. Um, see if I can find because where Terreira was born and uh, dead, and maybe his body's uh, preserved somewhere. If they have a no, no, it decomposed the, it pretty quickly, like before they could get it underground. Jesus, um, <laughs> maybe you can. Maybe the smell's still lingering, though. That's uh, something you could tell us. That it may be, but. Uh, I also want to talk about the toxic lady who had a kind of similar situation, uh, much more recent. This happened in 1994. Her mm. name was Gloria Ramirez. Uh, she suffered from some uh, bad heart problems. She was incoherent. So they were like, all right, let's bring her to the hospital. Um, she unfortunately also had late stage cancer. So they thought that this was probably the case for that. Uh, but when the nurses went to treat her, they noticed a thick oil covering her entire body and that she reeked from garlic from her mouth. So they drew blood and saw white flecks floating in it, and then an intense smell of ammonia. Then over 23 personnel on the floor passed out. They all got sick and passed out. So they were like, all right, we got to get some scientists in here. So they got some scientists to come in full-ass hazmat suits to determine this woman was toxic, like literally toxic. Um, But uh, they actually determined that the first person probably passed out from the smell. The other 22 people... This is one of the only cases of mass hysteria. Uh, apparently, uh, they all passed out because they were they saw this lady and smelled it and were like, "Oh my god, we're gonna die!" So uh, that's the toxic lady, the second freak that's going into uh, the freak pit. What, Tyler? What was her deal? What happened? Well, what happened to her? What was the what was they the diagnosis? At, they they couldn't figure it out. This the was literal like. <laughs> Tyler, I think I have this. You have to give me a happy ending for this story. Tyler, this was 28 years ago. She still may be walking around. What's happening? Oh, no, she passed away that night. I'm sorry. That was that was an important piece of information. She passed away. Uh, they brought scientists in. The one thing that they could, they thought it could be is that she ate, like, stove cleaner polish. 
because people are saying that that has the same smell and she was kind of incoherent and that could be what like the thick oil on her body was. It looks delicious. She ordered too much Papa John's. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's Tarell and the Toxic Lady. Tell you what a bar. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, what? hey, this guy, this guy stayed up for three days once. No, it's just like, no, that'd be that'd be ridiculous. Here's two crimes against God. <laughs> <laughs> here's two of the stinkiest, smelliest, uh, highest capacity people we know of. <laughs> they're currently they're currently running the freak pit. I guess like they're they're yeah. how do you yeah. pop that? Yeah, and Sephiroth well, there. <laughs> it's <laughs> Sephiroth, of course. Sephiroth, yeah, but. Cool. Well, uh, that's, that's, those are the freakiest freaks of history. Maybe I'll come up with a, like a little jingle or something for that. <laughs> Just don't um, children screaming. <laughs> <laughs> freakiest freaks of history. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're over there. Uh, You're hurting let, her. Let's move. You're hurting her. <laughs> let's move to. Uh, let's move to. A, <laughs> I might include that too. You're moving. Well, let's move to a uh, a, a lighter topic. Um, I actually I went and saw the the NASCAR Cup race finale. This past week had a really good time. My driver didn't win or anything. It was a nice race. Saw a car catch on fire. That's all you can really ask for when doing those things. Um, and Sean, we were talking about One Piece. Sean's actually a part of at a part in one, the One Piece manga that's kind of similar to uh, what we're talking about today in, in our fourth meal here. So we're going to be putting together a radish style wacky races. We're all familiar with with the wacky races series from Hanna Barbera, right? Of course, Hanna Barbera. Sorry. Oh yeah, <laughs> Hanna Barbera. <laughs> Um, so I, I figured let's put our own spin on wacky races. Let's put our heads together. Um, Sean brought up the good idea of, of entering ourselves into the race and what that would look we got like it. as well. Um, but, uh, let's come up with some wacky racers, the track, how it would end up. First of all, Sean, what's your car? Oh, it's a power wheel. It's a fucking <laughs> Ford. Up on last week's episode. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's a power wheel. Still you never got about it. It's a, I want to say. Cadillac Escalade, maybe? I don't know what other power wheels they make. Yeah, maybe in style. Maybe a little Jeep. Um, oh, no, it's a Chevrolet Silverado uh, ah. power wheel. And I've got, like, two to three possums in the trunk. <laughs> or in the back seat, not in the trunk. I don't want them hidden. But, yeah. Is that's, it, that's it's like the monkey from Speed Racer that does little hijinks for you? Chim Chim. Yeah, there's one. <laughs> yeah. Chim Chim, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Chim Chim's back there. Spritel. <laughs> I got my own Chim Chim in my car. So I'm doing motorcycle with a sidecar with Dustin from Dustin Checks In. Absolutely. We're both wearing the same helmets, scarfs, and uh, goggles on a classic motorcycle. You know how, okay, sorry, brief aside, but you know, remember those videos of like soldiers coming home and like they'd surprise their kid in class and the kid would just start just bawling like uncontrollably because I see, that's how I would feel if I saw Tyler riding a motorcycle (laughs) sidecar. Right. <laughs> just I would like, need to be sedated. Just <laughs> tears, just like happiness. Oh man, long yeah. have I dreamed of just Tyler with an orangutan. I someday didn't know we were competing in this until uh, you started asking about it. So I did. I did quickly make up my my car uh, in accordance okay. with the rest of the racers I've, I'm going to submit. Um, oh, I, I thought of a, a bunch of racers that I think would be good. I'm also doing this double dash style, so okay. it's driver and a co-pilot. Very much similar to yours. Okay. And mine is a yeah. barrel, of course, with Diddy Kong in the back of it. <laughs> because <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it's the, it's the cartoon barrel and it has big barrel wheels and Diddy Kong's in the back of it. Mm-hmm. Um with with uh with, with his uh Smash Bros gun? No. 
No, he's given that. Okay, no gun. It's gonna fire back at him sometimes. He <laughs> yeah, he's got. Yeah. Um, I, I brought like four other racing teams. Can I? Can I? Oh, let's it? hear it. So I figured this was gonna That's be like a cross country race. This is gonna be like a okay. start in DC, end in LA. Anything goes in the desert. Um, number one, we have Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy. Um, one person. <laughs> is, the, <laughs> is there a roof over the car? No. <laughs> One person That's who's never driven a car before, one person who's had a very bad experience in a car. Um, also very similar, as commemorative coins would let you know. Um, you know, they had a secretary name, whatever. Um, yeah, there's like a, yeah. There's like a bunch of things. And together at last, Lincoln and Kennedy, uh, also both cars. Uh, you know, the Lincoln town car, the Kennedy car. Um, <laughs> the Kennedy's not a car. <laughs> the, you know, the, the, <laughs> he was riding in a Lincoln, though. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, in, they're in a Lincoln. Um and they're just they're just booking it across the, the Midwest. Uh, next up, we got Roger Rabbit. Well, but before you move on, I, I I actually that goes hand in hand with my car, which has John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald in there. <laughs> it's the highest <laughs> car in the world. <laughs> they, they found out as they rolled up, like, oh my god, they're here too! Shit, it's hot on their heels the whole race. <laughs> it's a four story tall car. <laughs> <laughs> the second driver theory. <laughs> Actually, no. It's 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 four stories tall for Oswald and about a story tall for uh, for fucking what's his Booth. Lincoln. So yeah. for, so we got Harvey on the high, Booth on the low, and when Booth does his thing, he can jump out and he'll be fine, and Harvey can do his thing. Mm-hmm. But we got Jack Ruby in a little Shriner car right behind <laughs> him. <laughs> um, next up we got Roger Rabbit and the Undertaker. Uh, I just think they'd really have fun. I don't know what their car is like. I think it's the taxi from Roger Rabbit, or it's like a big coffin. Also, this isn't the Undertaker, the character. This is Mark Calloway, the, the entertainer, uh, who plays oh the Undertaker. Because I think the only person more joyless in the world <laughs> than the Undertaker would be Mark Calloway, the man who plays him. Uh, <laughs> just a Blue Lives Matter guy and Roger Rabbit, spooking it across America. Uh, next, we got Light Yagami. And Mayberry oh. Deputy Barney Fife is portrayed by Don Knotts from the Andy Griffith Show. Nice. I think uh, Light Yagami, a lot of his tension comes from working alongside law enforcement when he's the mass murderer. And Barney Fife traditionally always catches criminals on accident by <laughs> watching them do a crime being somewhere he shouldn't be. <laughs> and I think Light could probably take this on his own. But can he make it across America and do his murders without being spotted by his co-pilot? I think that's the that's the drama. That's what we're going to sell. And then You're last right, we got diary. I was going to try to do a Don Knotts impression. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I don't know what their car right, is like. Your diary again? No, nope, can't do it. <laughs> Those are really good Don Knotts, Sean. Oh. <laughs> and then last we got Boston Robin Amber. Oh, good. Survivor reps coming. Yeah, and Amazing Race. They're just and Amazing Race. That's right. Yeah, game show experience. couple power couple. Robin Amber. Sorry, I don't, uh, that's why that was my double. No, dash. no, it's all good. I, I only got one more car, and it has um, Charles Gateau and John Hinckley Jr. in it. <laughs> Charles Gateau, famous for shooting James Garfield, um, and then John Hinckley successfully, Jr. right? Yeah, successfully. Okay. And um, well, Hinckley Jr. He's a successful musician. He is. He's doing all right. He's free. He's free. <laughs> he's he's formed in Athens. <laughs> His schedule's all clear to compete in the. The steel ball run. <laughs> um, what are they I just, I, I think we should have a Flintstones vehicle uh, powered by our favorite feet. 
From parentheses, <laughs> name them. <laughs> what? Who's who have we got for our favorite feat? Um, it's it's a shame that John Hinckley Jr. is going to be here because otherwise I'd say Jody Foster. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of problematic to have them in the race together. Yeah. Maybe they've made up. <laughs> Maybe they have. Um, I don't know. I haven't checked rateyourfeet.com ever, so I don't know who's at the tip top. Um, who's the big toe of the side of the tip top, they say. Um, I'll put Theo James in there. He seems to be doing pretty well in White Lotus. So I've seen a lot of them. I imagine his feet are pretty cool. He seems big enough. All right. All right. This is Looks where the episode is going. His mouth like he's Samuel Jackson Jurassic Park. <laughs> Hold on to your toesies. All right. Wikifeet, highest rated. I, I have my top three. I have not my top three. I have the top three right here. Uh, who do you think it is? I, I have. I could not even posture a guess. It's I, I got to say, Uma Thurman's probably in the top three because no, no other filmmaker. No. Will, you were tricking us into saying out loud who we think probably has nice feet. It's, who, it's whoever has the most Reddit karma. It's Emma Watson has number one. Oh. And then Selena Gomez and then Katy Perry. Honestly, would watch a Flintstones car. That would be great. That'd be great. Just hoofing it across Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> One of them's got a tag in for Jody Foster. <laughs> yeah, Theo James, Katy Perry, Emma Watson, and the other one. It's 2022. Gomez. Women can have all top three spots on WikiFeed now. It's, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> back in the day. Previously dominated by men. <laughs> yeah. <that was>, WikiFeed <laughs> finally. Male dominated industry. Feet. That would have been James Dean and Cary Grant back in the day. And now it was a real. <laughs> WikiFeet used to be a real boys club. <laughs> Do you have any more cars, Sean? <laughs> the brown dirt. I got one more. But it's just footprints. Uh, a car. <laughs> I got a Hasbalo and a Pinewood Derby car. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. I got one more car, and it's another Double Dash style. It's got Trisha Paytas and the dad from that 70s show. <laughs> is it? Is it? Red Foreman. That's is it his character or the actor? Because he's also in RoboCop. It's, like, yeah. it's both. <laughs> <laughs> we blend the lines. <laughs> he's got the attitude. And uh, Trisha Paytas being herself. So, cross country. Uh, do we have any like specific scenarios where we think any of this is going to go well? Probably not well in Dallas. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Go around, wins. Dallas. Wins. Go around, Dallas. <laughs> In that scenario, Abraham Lincoln is driving. <laughs> He's also driving Flintstone style. <laughs> he doesn't know any better. <laughs> do. He created the automobile by like 30 years. Patrick and Drive Kennedy angrily giving directions to Abraham Trying his best. He's off the clutch. <laughs> You've got cruise control. Don't forget cruise control. Listen, I, ain't, I can't do it. Um, Avoid the pole. <laughs> you got to put him in the Hyperloop or whatever the fuck in uh, uh, Las Vegas. The Hyperloop? The, the, the Tesla tunnel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
very stupid, like, couple kilometer tunnel that they built in Vegas where you just ride in a Tesla for five minutes. Careful what you say. You're going to get banned from TikTok. <laughs> or, sorry, Twitter. It's going to... So. Rainbow Road's going to be here in some capacity. I don't know. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I don't know if it's the last one that seems kind of hack. Maybe, like, the next to last. Mm-hmm. They, they think it's the last one. The last one's, like, you know, something way more personal. Give everyone about <laughs> 60 milligrams. Have them try to navigate their way out of Denver. Absolutely. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln on LSD <laughs> driving his log cabin car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I don't know how far I'd get. I don't like cars that much. Or riding cars. <laughs> the possums will drive. The oh, what if one of the cars was Lightning McQueen, but Sh- Shaquille O'Neal has to ride inside of him for the entire thing? That's too intense. Opens the door, he's got to like push some yeah. I don't know, the stomach over. We've recently and... talked about the meat inside Lightning McQueen. <laughs> yeah. In the episode after it. <laughs> Turns out it was Shaq the whole time. All right. Gotcha. Oh. <laughs> are, are we done? <laughs> have, we, have we beaten this dead horse? This, the image is done, but, well, no, this is done in the episode, but my dreams will not forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> was this a perfect episode of Radish? I feel like we got blackout on the bingo board. <laughs> we got yeah, we, we got feet. We covered everything. We got presidential assassins. <laughs> <laughs> we got Tar and Tarar. <laughs> ah. Um. Oh wait, hold on. Oh no. Uh, Bud Dwyer <laughs> gets a rocket car. Ah, there we go. Bud Dwyer piloting mammoth car from the speed <laughs> racer. It's the just giant car. <laughs> uh real quick did y'all see that tweet it's an old tweet i think it's from bakun the twitter user bakun yep uh it says like, yeah. here he comes old bud dwyer oh uh he's our he's our favorite oh he's packed a lunch good for him now it's a radish blackout there we go uh your free thanks, space. thanks everybody for 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 participating in radish bingo this week Everyone won, Sorry. but it feels like we all lost. <laughs> um, I actually do have one quick Tyler's question uh, for you guys. It's going to upset Sean, though. It's going to upset Sean. I'm sorry, Sean. Uh, we got three. <laughs> we got three bears, uh, three humanoid bears. We got Paddington, Pooh Bear, and the bear in the big blue house. Which one's the easiest to turn? Which one would be the easiest to get to turn on man? Bear. Bear in the big. You think so? He's massive. But that doesn't mean his heart's not in the right place. Yeah, I think he's the kind. He's the kind. <laughs> Disagree. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Pooh is... Pooh Bear was the second one, right? Not a real bear. Stuff, full of stuffing. Not true. Immediately gone. Paddington? He's got the hard stare, but he's he really has come to love humans. He was raised to love humans. Bear? As far as I know, hasn't interacted with a person in his life. He sees a person for he the first time. He talks to the moon every night. You're talking yes. the moon? That's what happens in Dracula and Stephen King stories. Um, this Bear in the Big Blue House was not like Sesame Street. He did not have like human neighbors that came and visited. Bear smells you. He says, it's like, oh, you smell so good. You, you smell great. You're there with him in the room. Done. Gone. Grizzly man. Done. No, I, I think I'm going to approach this differently and say it's not turning on them as like an animal thing. Just like their heart against humanity. And I think I could turn Paddington because he's very trusting. I think if I mm. cut off the flow of information to Paddington bear, I could <laughs> get him to trust me enough to make him storm the Capitol. <laughs> Paddington <laughs> is 
Paddington is probably the closest to being Manchurian candidate. Um, I think Pooh wouldn't do it out of apathy and bear wouldn't do it out of just why would he, he already owns a home. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. He's got, he's got Trilo and Ojo to take care of. He's <laughs> Bear would be at the Capitol, though. i got to say. Like, organically would be at the Capitol. He's got that, that antler thing on. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Maga Shaman. Bear in the Big Head making a phone idea. call from Pelosi's desk. <laughs> Hello? Beat up on the desk, Rob. Uh, I like this idea that Bear the Big Blue House lives in a world without humans. But then I thought, what if at the end of the series, it shows Bear at the beach, and on the horizon, you see a colonial ship <laughs> <laughs> just break the horizon. The Mayflower comes <laughs> over. Just a Spanish conquistador. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the end of Apocalypto. Um, was that Apocalypto? I, I think so. Know. Okay. Yes. I was only required um, to see one Mel Gibson movie. Wait. It was Chicken Run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I've been Tyler. You can find us online at Tyler. Or no, you can find me online at Tyler from Radish. I'm sorry, guys. The time's changed. I'm recording this at 7 p.m. It's almost 8.15. Tyler's this is way past my bedtime. I'm getting sleepy. I'm getting cranky. We need to wrap things up. You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. And join our Discord at um, IndieSource.com slash Discord. This has been Mootball Feet Long. You can find me at, on Twitter <laughs> somehow still at that Sean Barry, uh, Sean M. Barry everywhere else. I don't know where else to go. People keep talking about Mastodon. It's not going to happen. Uh, that's it. I'm Will. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed my time on the podcast because you're not going to find me till next time. Uh, <laughs> except at twitch.tv. Oh, radish. I thought you were about to quit. No, no, no. <laughs> like, not- I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. Just a no, I mean, like, you, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed me. This is my last time. Bye, everyone. I, I've been Bud Dwyer. This is my packed lunch. <laughs> I'm going out with a bang. Goodbye. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> Under oh, my plan, boy. the Bud Dwyer gun might have shot the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Mm, monkey.